millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to episode 459 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. How are we doing, fellas? I'm fucking fantastic. Thanks very much for asking. <laughs> if, if, if I may speculate, you seem a little bit grumpy tonight, Glennie. <laughs> Sometimes you, right, you record a podcast and you wonder why. Because the people are fucking cockheads. <laughs> Oh. Oh, I think we feel, I think I, I, I find us to be quite friendly and, and hospitable <laughs> fellows there, Glennie. Yeah, I, I find this environment to be warm and welcoming and <laughs> free of any sort of toxic undertones. Uh-huh. I just got exactly. a text message from my son saying language. <laughs> <laughs> What's his phone number? Uh, yeah, good luck, which, champ. <laughs> which one was it? <laughs> the only one with a mobile phone. <laughs> Yeah, I'll text him back and go, what's your fucking language? How's he doing with his, uh, with his best friend slash girlfriend? Just to start it off. Uh, there's, there's been a development. As, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, there's been a falling out and we're no longer speaking. So. Oh, no. Wow. Okay, that's a that's membersode topic. We'll yeah. touch, we'll touch I, I don't know what what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to prize it out of him, but it's not happening. Oh no! Was it well, the Ro- was well, it the Roe Ro- Ro- v Wade decision? <laughs> I'm sure. Not happy to take the chance. I'm sure he's bang up on that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, I'll have to wait until I have to wait a little while till crying years have gone to bed but we had a development today as well so we'll save that for the next episode yeah okay <laughs> oh, nice. oh my god <laughs> so just you know you, you know you have you have these these parenting challenges and things like that and then uh, i got one today so yep. it was uh yeah good times like i don't yeah it's not a problem but um yeah it's it's kind of funny and uh yeah, it's yeah, it's it's not it's not good, but also you know it's kind of good. So. <laughs> yeah, <but> anyway. <laughs> I feel like I've been there secretly. I feel like I've been there a couple years like, ago. It's one of those ones when secretly inside where you're, where you're like fucking right on, <laughs> but on but externally and officially your stance must be. Nah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's not on. Um, as always, uh, as always in these uh, public holiday-affected weeks, of which Queensland's just ended its uh, third in a row, uh, third uh, Monday public holiday in a row, and so we'll be back on schedule next week. However, um, yeah, we're doing the two again tonight on Wednesday. This one being the recap episode, let's jump straight into the recap so we can get it out of here while we still remember what happened, because let me tell you, there are some fucking serious gaps in my memory of this round, starting with... <laughs> Thursday night game where the Broncos 
16 defeated the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks at 7 at uh, Suncorp Stadium. And the Broncos tries to Katoni Staggs, Herbie Farnworth, and Kurt Capewell. Katoni Staggs with a conversion, Reynolds with a conversion, and the Sharks had a try to Matt Moylan, a conversion to Nico Hines, and a field goal to Nico Hines. I think this game proved for me how ridiculous the media origin hype trains are every year. Uh, oh, yeah. A week later, and, and Talakai was exposed badly and looked unfit. <laughs> Not, mm-hmm. not, uh, not a centre, and um, you know, probably as bad as, or not quite as bad as Morgan Harper looked a week ago. But uh, Katoni Stags certainly had his number, and, and it showed that um, you know that's how a that's how a centre goes about his business. Mm. Moral of the story is um, it's much more difficult to run uphill than downhill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and here's the thing: Stags Stags has been in. You know, talk for for an origin spot, and I'm not I'm not saying that I I think that he he should get one, but he's been in actual consideration for an origin spot for a couple of seasons now. Mm. Um, yeah, and and I think that that golf was shown. Um, it's probably a follow on for me from the second half for the Sharks last week, as yeah. in that first half blowout. That you know, I'll preface this as I do: a, a try is a try, no matter how you get it. Right, no matter how you get it, it is four points. It takes a lot of fucking effort and skill, and you still have to do everything right leading up to that try. Um, but they they didn't get that first half blowout against Manly through anything that they had practiced. It wasn't their shapes that got them there. It wasn't you know shrewd play from the halves. It wasn't pinpoint passing or kicking. It was one guy having a fantastic game offensively, and another guy having an absolute barrier in defence. And it was the perfect Correct. storm that got them there. And we saw in the second half <clears throat> they. They couldn't really replicate it, you know. You, yeah, and you they got like they conceded more points in the second half than they did in this entire game too. That's it. So, so um, um, they they seem to go in there and look look a little bit entitled, which which as young teams you know tend to do. That's that's part of, of learning. But to their credit, the Broncos came out and they seem to have started to regain some of that mojo. They they've always had where they, you know, grow an extra leg at Suncorp. It, it was gone for a long time. But mm. they do seem to be back in that vein of that they, they will play harder at Suncorp. Um, what are your thoughts on, or I feel, and, and watching this game, at this stage of where where Cronulla are at under Fitzgibbon, if you can match them physically, which is not easy to do, you will mm. go a long way to fucking beating them. Because yep. their whole game... Is, is based off the back of the initial stages of bully ball, which frees yep. up space. I mean, it's, it's not a unique game plan, but they seem to rely very heavily on that, that grit through the middle, um, yep. and, and they don't have a plan B. That's it. And and they, they are one of those sides that rely on some individual athletic prowess mm. um, in the fact that they have those, those outside backs and and edge forwards that are, you know, mobile but but strong and fast and agile. So, again, we're, we're in the age now where that, that style of play can triumph, but you have to have other parts of your game humming too. And I'm mm. talking about your defence and your handling and the errors that you have um, from Brisbane side of things. It, it again just shows what a competent seven does. Mm. You know, it 
what Reynolds is giving that team now in terms of direction and in terms of where they start and end sets territorially, he, he is giving them exactly what they paid him to do. Good value, you reckon? Also, there's like... There's, there's, do you reckon at this stage where yeah, he's certainly at, for this year. He has to be good value, I feel, regardless um, of what they're paying him. I, 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 well, I mean, they're, they're, they're paying him a fortune. I mean, he's just delivering on what they probably expected mm-hmm. to get from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Whether and, he can do it for three years is one is that, another that's thing. That's the other but, question. I mean, so, yeah. Saying, yes, he's good value now doesn't mean that, that it will be, in hindsight, a good move if if for the, the two remaining seasons he's biscuited on the sideline. Mm. Yeah, well, he does. But, I mean they're getting exactly prime. what they what they paid for. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they're, they're getting what they they're getting what they what they paid for. Like, what they feel like they I'd say they they're happy with what they're getting. You know, commensurate to the money that they paid him because he's doing everything that you know we expected him to do when he got there. You know, yeah. provided he stayed on the field. Whoa. But the Broncos also their their defense was pretty good there. I mean, the Sharks like weren't without plenty of field position mm. and shit. Yeah, that's it. You know, towards in the second half, you know, when the game was there to you know to be yeah. turned around or won. And, um, you know, they were turned away. Yep, 100%. So, all in all, a very encouraging result for the Broncos. Yeah, definitely. And, like, you know, it's not, it's not, it's certainly not, it's not something to, to, yeah, endlessly rave about. But, I mean, at this stage with the season they've had, the seasons they've had in the past couple of years, this represents legitimate progress for the yeah, first time it does. in a while. So, so it does. yeah. Um, on the socials, Lachlan. He said, uh, suck my ass from the front. You no good racist steroid using Prime Minister loving dog sharks. Wow. There you go. Where's That'll the lie? Yeah. Uh, Mitch said, there's some sort of incredibly positive, clever master plan tonight behind this intentional loss by the sharks. I don't know what it is, but that's not my job. <laughs> what a terrific loss for this anointed club. Oil ha- all hail master coach Fitzy. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, Matthew. He said, I'm now reluctant to bag the Broncos. As a Blues supporter, I think some humility is necessary because despite the Broncos' inconsistency, the Queensland Origin team in a, uh, the Queensland Origin team in a couple of years could be scary good. Mm. Yeah. Based on what? Payne Adam, Haas? Adam Reynolds Ba-ba-ba. and Payne Haas aren't from Queensland. Yeah. Tony um, Staggs, I mean, is he like the sole, is he the sole hand that's going <laughs> to... Yeah. Mm, no. Yeah, uh, Troy, but obviously Capel, Capewell's great, but you know, Capel's amazing. But he's in the Queensland team now, in the centre. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Troy. He said flat, terrible ball handling, looking tired, not focused. Seemed to think they would just turn up and get their own way. Entitled. All this is just me describing the chicks at Northies. I don't want to talk about the game. Ah, <laughs> uh-uh. next game. Ba-dum-tsh. Panthers 18 defeated the Titans 4 down there at Hope Solo Coliseum. And uh, the Panthers 18 came through tries to Nathan Cleary, Isaac Tago, and uh, Jerome Luai. Cleary three conversions from three attempts. The Titans a solitary try to Greg Marju. And uh, that is it. Did you get down there to Hope Solo? Mate, I did. You didn't get down to It was you? a fucking six o'clock game, man. Those, like, by the time you finish work and to be able to get the family in the car and on the road and down there and to the game, never would have fucking happened. Never would have happened. You could, so. have, done the, you, 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 you could have done the Michael Jordan road trip and just said, fuck them kids and just <laughs> <laughs> knocked off early and, <laughs> and down the M1. <laughs> yeah, look, maybe, maybe, but no. Um, it, it is pleasing when you can play probably arguably the worst game Penrith have played since 
since they played the Broncos up here in 2021. I think that's the, the worst game I've seen them play um, and and still win convincingly. So over, over the course of 80 minutes, to look at that game over the course of 80 minutes, they were by far the better side and they did what they needed to do when, when they needed to. But fuck, they're lucky that the Titans didn't capitalise on plans and were just as error-prone as they were, especially in that first half. Yeah. That's, that's probably the first game in ages where I've seen some of those young guys play as their age suggests. As in, normally they make quite mature decisions. Um, you know, they, they seem to make the right calls uh, at, at different stages of the game. This was one, and, and it was, you know, again, especially the, the newer guys, um, you know, Targo and, and May, that just seem to make either silly reads in defence or just take poor options or, or careless options or high-risk, low-reward for the situation options um, coming out of our own end and put themselves under a little bit of pressure. But but again, when, when you have a, a future immortal and the best value player to ever play the game of rugby league in the seven, um, you can game manage your way out of that. So I think th- the scariest part of this is that you know, whoever whoever Penrith have next are going to cop a Penrith bounce back after a 13-plus victory because they would have looked at that performance <laughs> and thought we were well below our best and we need to pick up, you know, and they'll work at that at training and, and no doubt Ivan will, will highlight that and say, you know, yeah. we need to be better. Yeah. And, and they'll come out humming which most teams normally do after they get thumped by 50, you'd expect the Knights to come out and, and put in a performance several cogs above where they've been the last couple of weeks because they've been pumped. Penrith won 13-plus and, you know, and can still look at it and go, fuck, we're, 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 that's a long way off our best. Yeah. It's pretty it's, scary. It, it's also the right time of the season for this stuff to be happening. Sure. You know, um, to, to have a dip in form now. There you go, and you know, like we we talk about a lot, a lot of stuff, you know, be, you know, mental preparation for the games, and teams like the Raiders that have that have got mental um, impairments. Um, but Penrith have been winning for so long, like what they've they've lost, they've lost one one game over two seasons, and that was a grand final. Yeah, you know, so we're not counting that. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean Joy Cup. Yeah. No, it was illegitimate. Several yeah, years well. yeah. you know. Okay. Um, Including the finals. Fuck me, dead. <laughs> but I don't um, understand why that's why you need to say shit like that. Your team's fucking defending premier. You've lost fuck all games reason, in two seasons, it, and you Glenn, have to you take it to it another level. It's the same reason you say you bought it up. Same reason you say undefeated and stuff. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Why do you hate other people having fun, Glennie? <laughs> because they can't mainly. Why do you see a twinkle in an eye and your first instinct is to piss in it? Look, that's a good question. I think we need more time than what we have right now. <laughs> um, yeah, but again, it's 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 those young guys being pulled back to earth uh, and hopefully they've been pulled back to earth enough to... To really get on and, and do more for for the Titans, far out. Like, well, this is the thing. I mean, you say a thirteen point victory. I mean, the large the, the large part was because 
the Panthers scored a couple of tries against you know one of the more defensively patchy sides in the competition, yeah. but also the Titans. The one thing that they have had going for them <clears throat> has been you know yeah reasonably free flowing attack, and despite an absolute mountain of possession and position yeah, in the first it. half, there yeah, they, like for to, for them to only concede four points meant, meant that if nothing else, at least the Panthers' defense was still working, and that's it. And and they can take they can take a lot out of that in terms of well. Even if we've made some poor choices and we put ourselves under more pressure, we we wore that pressure. Yeah. You know, so um, anyway, keep the socials quick on this one. Uh, Wayne, I uh, said fitness and desire is lacking on the Gold Coast. Yeah, that's a pretty good summation. Uh, Shane, mate, then what else is there? Hang on a minute. There's nothing but fucking strippers and fucking Instagram fucking influencers and shit down the Gold Coast. I think fitness and desire is extremely in high supply down there. It's just not in the football team. Oh, look, here's the thing. You know, I'm I'm not sure any any of those people on the Gold Coast could run a half fitness marathon piping, without their fucking pipe in my mouth. Cocaine laden hearts exploding. Uh, Shane well that's why the Gold Coast Marathon is run on a flat track down to Southport and back <laughs> completely flat the whole way Shane said if winning ugly was a person this would be like fucking Rocky Dennis we'll take it though up the riff yeah, certainly uh, Stephen said what is going on here pee. neither of these teams oh. deserve or want to win Stephen thinks the Tigers would smoke them both at the moment Oh, God. This is one of these brainwashed fucking minions of Glennie, oh. whose opinion probably changed when you got to Sunday. The Glennie squad. Oh, fuck, yeah. that's sad. Oh, hanging out in these compounds. The righteous, the righteous Glenstones. <laughs> oh, come and pitch a 10 in my backyard. Oh, fuck yes. You'd be a great cult leader, Glennie. Wouldn't I? Wouldn't yeah. I? Jeez, there'd be some like, execution style killings, though. Like your your oh, ball. I mean, just look at Run TMB. <laughs> <laughs> no one got executed. We, there. They I mean, at one stage, it was the second biggest cult in Australia behind Hillsong. <laughs> <laughs> Until all the players signed by other yeah, clubs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except look, little Brooksy. It took, it took Hillsong a while, but it's the, the people that created that have gone down a similar path. Yeah, j- j- just like <laughs> exactly. Hillsong. Just like Hillsong, you kept the littlest one to groom. <laughs> oh, that is some of your right. best, my friend. So have you oh, finished so have you finish the, the yeah, socials on that game. one? Right. Uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs 40 defeated the Mighty Manly Seagulls 22. And uh, Gosford, the uh, Rabbitohs tries to uh, Taffy, Kalomatungi, uh, uh, Alex Johnson, uh, Tass, Burgess, Cody Walker, and Cameron Murray. Taffy with... Five conversions and a penalty goal. The Seagulls 22 tries to Kieran Four and Daly Cherry Evans, Jason Saab, and Christian Tui Pelotu and Garrick three or four conversions. Mm. First off, fuck Grant Atkins and the clicky claims, which is for the Panthers District Referee Association. <laughs> Suck my dick, you. No, I'm not going to say that. Um, obviously, it wasn't ideal to fucking lose a player for the entire game in the eighth minute of the game. Um, <clears throat> fucking hell! Really? The merits of the the, the, the merits of the fucking the send off. It was You know, are what are what I mean, it, 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 regard, regardless of the regardless of the merits of the send off, I mean, in the fucking modern game, 
sin bins have become less impactful. I find, particularly since that crackdown at Magic Round like a year ago, we had a lot of times where like a 10-minute period, you'd see the team with the guy down a man, you know, putting more points on mm. or, you know, you know, surviving pretty well. However, seven consecutive fucking sin bins from the 10th minute of the game to the end of the game is a little <laughs> bit, is a little bit, hard, a little bit hard to overcome. And I mean, to, to their credit, they probably won fucking four out of the seven, but unfortunately as you know, teams were sent off players, it was kind of the last 10 minutes before halftime and the last 10 minutes of the game, which ultimately ended up being the difference. Yeah. Um, it's fucking hard to get a. It's hard to get a read on the Rabbitohs because I mean you see a lot of commentators and they just they act like the send off never happened and they just start blowing Cody Walker like oh my god it's the best fucking game he's had since Adam Reynolds fucked off to Brisbane mm. yeah no shit he was against twelve men there's one less player and on having the field said that and 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 having said that I mean he just got some of those Cody Walker like a Cody Walker try where he just picked up the scraps after fucking the balls bouncing on the ground and stuff and mm. you know like Darts I don't over. think he was that great yeah. I mean like I want to say like someone like Campbell Graham was fucking great for the Rabbitohs like he legitimately had a great, great yeah Thomas Burgess is fucking legitimately great like yeah. for the Rabbitohs yeah Kalamatungi was legitimately great for the Rabbitohs but other than that I mean it's it's fucking hard to say because I mean a lot of their tries were just send off tries where it's just like stretch them one way, stretch them the other way, stretch them back the other way, stretch them, and eventually, you know, try and yeah. find a way over. Um, sorry, you were going to say something? No, I was just say that, you know, and, and again, it's, it's like when Penrith played Newcastle. Win or lose, there's not much you can say about this game other than a send off happened and it was 12 on 13 for, for the yeah. majority of the game. Yeah. What I will say though is, you know, even... Yeah, after after last week, after getting absolutely gaped in the the first half, and then playing with a man down, this manly side, I would say, I'd say they're the fucking grittiest team in the comp at them. But they they're just those they will not go away. Mm. There's yeah, always, I mean the immediate response to that send off was ridiculous. Absolutely. Right. Like the, the way that lifted. The, the immediate response, like sort of 20 minutes after the send-off. Contrast that to Newcastle's response when Barnett got sent off. Yeah, you know? exactly. But yeah, like and, led, led oh, by... Like, I, I know Newcastle weren't horrible, but, you know, the way Manly really took the contest yeah, to the Rabbitohs and said, you know, okay, the odds are in your well, favour, but you're going to have to fucking earn it. Well, to, to their credit, you remember, New, like Penrith took their foot off the pedal mm. and Newcastle came back at them. Mm. They got within a couple of tries yeah. with plenty of fucking time yeah. left. The difference was then Penrith went, oh, okay, fuck, you, you're still here. Let's just, mm. let's put it down. Souths were made also, to like, work yeah, all night, mm. all fucking yeah, game. Like, Newcastle, Newcastle were leading. Newcastle were leading when the send off happened, but that That's was it. it. It was like six nil, and then that was it. And then they were out of the game, and then they sort of made it respectable. Then they lost it again. But with this yeah. one, the send off happened, and then Manly just fucking start, you know, went into beast mode, fucking scored a couple of tries, and then like late in the half, you know, the Rabbits came back against them. Yep. And you know what? Like the <laughs> the most impactful player for Manly in a negative way. It wasn't fucking tell you what it wasn't one one young fucking Carl Lawton. It was fucking Marty Tapao. Mm. That can't dead see. Yeah, I'm, we need to ship him to the Tigers tomorrow and get fucking Why? get our mate Kelmer over <laughs> because we want Kelmer get Kelmer early and you can have Marty Tapao. You can take the fucking freight as well, mind you. And um, I mean, we'll as much as this Kelmer's does country. sound like a deal that Justin Pascoe would immediately agree to, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I must protest. <laughs> 
We get like we get the we we get we get Lawton sent off and get out to like a you know like ten two or twelve two or whatever the lead was um, through the first two tries, and then what? Then Marty Tapao comes. That then he comes on. What that first thing he does? Fucking penalty like holding him down to piggyback him down the field. They score their first try. Next fucking next time, what's he do? Hold him down. Penalty. They go down. They score the next try. And then before half, then we score again. And then before half, we, 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 before half time, he throws that fucking offload. You know, like 20, mm. 20 meters out on the set after yeah. the try. And they score on that before half time. And then so he that cunt was responsible for every fucking point except for the original two that the Rabbits scored in the first half. And I tell you, I was fucking furious. He's got no impact in his fucking runs anymore. He does. He's defensively fucking just lays all over cunts until he concedes a penalty or a six again. Fucking and then these offloads, I, you know, he's beyond. He's beyond fucking help. I think. I think physically, the, he's feeling the decline with of age that you know all players eventually must face. And I just don't think he's but, got but the doesn't, brains doesn't have or that, the guile yeah. to like yeah to 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 become a crafty veteran. To, yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, I think a lot of it's yeah, fitness once as again, well. Like his his the bulk of his work is is. Too much deadlifts, powerlifting, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. He, he ain't he ain't working for, to work on stamina to you know to to survive in in the way the game's played today. Hang on, hang on. What, we've got a fucking a bush personal trainer now. Are you fucking. <laughs> how do you know the bulk of well, his no. work is powerlifting? Because, because have you seen it? Have you seen his yeah. fucking yeah, social media? That's his thing. That's uh, his thing. No, because like, yeah, I don't fucking follow. Why do you follow Marty Tapao? No, I did when he was at the Tigers, and clearly nothing's changed. <laughs> I only see Up it because people of um, I, I only see it because it's like fans of other clubs going, "Yeah, why does this can't just do nothing but deadlifts? Yeah, and fucking, exactly, and squats and shit." So like, no, you don't need to be a personal yeah. trainer to know that powerlifting doesn't give you fucking cardio to be a fucking elite forward in the NRL. It does, though. That's how fucking hard I am on confirmation bias. Oh, right, okay. I'm, I'm scrolling <laughs> scrolling through my TikTok, and every time I see, like, a fitness influencer with their making a TikTok going, you know, lifting weights burns more calories than high-intensity cardio. I fucking like that shit. So the algorithm picks up what I like and just keeps feeding it and reinforcing. <laughs> Some people bias. call that narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, TikTok says I don't have to use a treadmill. Okay, cool. Lachlan on the socials. He said Cam Murray has the unfair advantage of being top heavy. Hashtag justice for Carl. Jesus Christ. Brendan. I agree, sir. He said... Manly have only been out of their 22 twice for two tries. That's a great statistic. Uh, Ross, the most astute commentator of the game we've ever seen. He said, uh, Darius Cherry Evans, <laughs> the best hole tackler in the game. Old agenda, yeah. Ross. <laughs> Winston. Old agenda, old agenda, Ross. There's a Knights game this weekend, I'm pretty sure. We'll fucking see, mate. He said, uh, <laughs> uh, Winston, he said, really, Manly was a man down for 70-plus minutes. If Souths were legit, this should have been a Piper Perry scenario. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, he said, pretty astonishing how much Souths have fallen off without Reynolds. That's a bad footy side. I don't think it's a bad footy side. I think it's a disorganized footy side. Yeah, big difference. And, and there's a difference. Yeah. yeah. So Anyway, yeah. on to the next game. Okay, the Warriors 21 defeated the Raiders 20. 
uh, down at Redcliffe, and uh, the Warriors tries to Pompey Violaia and Ewan Aitken. Reese Walsh, three conversions, one penalty goal, and Sean Johnson with the crucial field goal. The Raiders, 20, came through tries to Timoko, Hudson-Young, and Jack Whiten. Schneider, three conversions, and a penalty goal. So I was down having fish and chips for dinner on uh, that night, and there was a, a lot of happy fucking Warriors fans drifting through Fuck after yes. that game, after they after they went to Potential Affair and had a celebratory fucking sponge cake, and then <laughs> they headed, headed down to Yabby Road for some fish and chips to, to finish their night off. <laughs> yeah, good. I don't know why, why the fish and chips and not the sponge cake was the end of the night, but whatever. Whatever you're into, I guess. <laughs> Um, Peninsula Affairs, I mean, geographically, it's closer. Yeah, fair You get it out of the way first. Fair you don't want to carry it all the way down to the Red Seaside. It's brought back so many fucking memories. Like, oh, I hadn't heard the term... I hadn't heard the term sponge sponging. Case. No, I hadn't heard the term sponging for years. And ever, ever since that story, it's, it's fucking come back to me. It was back it's in the, the algorithm very, again. It was, it was the very early days. Like, do you remember when you used to, like, you'd, you'd play video games, and the minute you killed somebody, you'd go over and teabag them? <laughs> no, no. No, 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 not necessarily. Really? Oh, Are you talking okay. about your team that teabagging in the virtual world, or you're literally teabagging your friend? Yeah, no, it's online. It's online. You don't like drive to their house and fucking dunk your balls on their head. How cute! How cute do you think Jay has look, actual friends that would be in the same room as him? I'm saying, look, all that I'm saying is what I fucking know. Of uh, over a decade of knowing you, is it is not out of your character if you're playing fucking multiplayer in the same room as a friend that you would put your balls in their mouth after you after you frag them. Um, that's all I'm no, saying. No, well, spun- sponging was what it was referred to if a girl killed you because she can't teabag you. Oh, okay, right. Yes, that's, that's a, absolutely new terminology to me, and I've, le- I've learned my thing for the day. It came pretty late in the night, but yeah, we got there. <laughs> there you go. Um, I am so fucking sick of Canberra and talking about their games and trying to dissect what the fucking deficiency is in that side mm. where they they can't play second halves of football. I think I think it's Ricky. I think the the Raiders window was open very very briefly. They made a grand final and and. You know, based on the way they played that season, looked to be one of the, the teams to control the the next you know five years or so, and they've fallen off to the level where it now looks like Ricky's nailing that window shut week after week, um, and season after yep. season. Uh, and and as we've discussed previously, the the rather unique position that he holds within that club and the friendships that he holds with the power brokers and decision makers, yeah, would indicate that the future of the Raiders. It's probably not going to look a whole lot different to where they're at right now. Um, I think Whiten is somewhat of a shining light given his talent and, and his ability to run the ball, uh, but the rest of the team aren't there mentally. But again, like if, yeah. even if he wasn't if he wasn't fading, right? How do Canberra not have amazing game managers and strategic territorial sevens? Like ha- how? Mm. Based on that alone, I'd be having conversations with Ricky, you know, as in, look, you, you, you have a fucking area of expertise, Ricky. Yeah. Can, can you not spend if, a bit of time with... If these cunts are going to learn anything from you... Yeah. It should be that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then surely, if after a little while they're not getting it, he should be able to say, well, yeah, no, nah, they're not getting it. It's, it's not in them. You know? Yeah. Um... I tell you what, I am fucking enjoying these warrior 
highlight games though. Mm. Like they're they're, they're not going to be a finals contender this year. Um, they're they're not going to really trouble any of the top sides. I don't think. Um, but fuck me if I don't love seeing them come out victorious in these tight, yeah, tight games where they come back right at the last second. Johnson's homecoming is is a is a feel good story as well. But I think Young Arcee's game is is also a real what a positive. Great debut. Yeah, it's a real positive for yep. the future post Johnson. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, you know, it's good to see. Obviously, you know, he's been brought in. Um, with Harris Davida's injury, but he's um, he took gr- full advantage of the opportunity. It's it good to see. Yeah, hundred percent. And look, I got to tell you, this is the first time Matt Lodge has done something <laughs> that, that I rate <laughs> in his entire career and life outside of football. <laughs> I fucking love it, just because I know how badly. Ricky would have blown up <laughs> privately, like even if it was just like little Ricky inside his head, just would have been kicking all the fucking doors in. He would have kicked his dog when he got home, like because it's just worst case scenario. And then you get a player who not only sort of takes a dive to to earn a penalty to send the game to golden point, but freely admits it <laughs> in the post game yeah. scenarios. <laughs> Not proud I of it, it, but I did it. it. We needed a win. I love it. Like and 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 any player in the entire game that says they wouldn't do it, yeah, is a fucking liar. Yep. Every current player, I mean, look, if you're going to tell me that someone like Steve Roach wouldn't have done it, well, I I may be inclined to believe you, but because any he wasn't player a winner playing the game didn't, and didn't really win anything. Is that what you say? Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Well, I mean, like if he if he if he could have laid down to, to earn, earn his side a penalty and stop Warren Ryan hooking him in the fucking grand final. Yeah. And uh, and zero. Then then That's yeah. That's it. The, the whole Steve Jackson thing would never have happened. Look, I I don't like players taking dives, but the the distinction here is the bunker reviewed it and they still said it was high contact. Yeah, he still got hit high. Yeah, exactly. So, so at, at at the end of the day, if the shot's high, the rules say it's a penalty. Yeah, it, it's not like it's it's not like those players. I I detest more those ones who feign a, a contact to try and and win an obstruction ruling in a play that they were never yeah. going to have any sort of defensive involvement in anyway. That sort of shit. Those sort of dives. Fuck off. But. If you if you lay down and there's been plenty of them this year, if you lay down and the contact wasn't high, like look at the they'll the just dra- get it up and play the ball, yeah. Again, look at look at the Dragons v Penrith game. Jack Bird did it right at the end, yeah, to try and do it. It was a knee in the tackle that copped him in the yep. head, mm. and he ended up being sent off for an HIA. So it can very easily fucking backfire on you if you weren't yep. collected high. So yep. fuck, I can't believe I'm defending Matt Lodge. Fuck's the world come to. Look, it just you know there there are there are conflicts all over the world, and sometimes a shit person ends up on the side that you're fighting for, and that is the side of you know fuck the milk. The milk's gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had more hands. He <laughs> just did his four thumbs down. <laughs> Jake, see the only thing stopping the Raiders fading here is the Warriors being horrible themselves. 
The Rapiner at fullback experiment needs to end. He has to be one of the slowest players in the game. I just want to hear Ricky's job is under fire like any other coach going this bad. It's not an experiment, though. It was, it was, it was via necessity, yeah, right? That's it. Uh, Joe, you said, oh, that poor Raiders fan declared he joined this group a couple of weeks ago, chose the wrong time to join. <laughs> Fucking shockers. Yeah. yeah. That is rough. It's been a special period of fading. Well, like normally new new people sort of come in and, and feel their way and just made comments. This brave soul put a fucking big old post on the fucking timeline. Yeah. Went, hey, I'm a Raiders fan. So. The Raiders fading harder yeah, and faster than though. the colour in Mike Stevenson's oh, hair. Fucking, I fucking respect the shit out of that. <laughs> um, oh, we should... Colour drive-by headshots. Sp- speaking of, of Solzy, um, instead of being a cunt to him like Lenny is, uh, just shout him out. Solzy had a new arrival uh, a couple, yeah, a couple yeah, of weeks ago mate. now. Uh, oh, I thought he was, someone sent him some just for men. You were talking about his kid. Gotcha. Wow. Glenn. Are you talking about they- just for men, motherfucker? You- <laughs> That's a fucking little ball cunt there. Fucking talking about just I've got for plenty men to say. Team. Fucking bring it on, cunts. <laughs> Glenn, other men have children because they enjoy having children and being fathers, not just so they can have portable fucking wig factories walking around the house. <laughs> Where will I start fucking shaving Jackson's head and getting an afro? How good. <laughs> yes, well done, Solzy. How good. On to the next one. That was it for the socials? That's yeah, okay. it. Um, the, uh, the Bulldogs, 16, defeated the Roosters, 12. And uh, the Bulldogs 16 came through a double to Josh Adokar, uh, try to Jaden Ockenbohr, Burton at two conversions. The Roosters 12 tries to Suali, Tedesco, and uh, Tupanua, and no conversions from any of them. Quite the upset. Yes. I understand your your anti-Trent agenda. I do. I mm-hmm. understand it. Um, fuck, I love an underdog, though. Yeah, I don't when they're when they're the dogs, but like generally speaking, yes, I would agree with you. Why do you, why do you hate the dogs? It's, it's probably more their fan base than the actual players in the team themselves. You know what I mean? Oh. But also they were they were an architect of Super League. And, you know, you can't you know, yeah that sort of business as well. Look, I, I got so, most of the, most of the doggies fans I know are fucking stand ups. Actually, actually, I I do want to shout out um, Aussie Jag as well, who has been fucking. He's gone way above and beyond. Um, and anything any of us expect from anybody, and he he saw an amazing fucking Penrith jersey that he thought I would like, um, and he and he organised to have one sent to me. So, uh, mate, that win was purely karma for you sending me gifts. Fucking suck up. Yep. So, um, if anyone else would like their team to win, you can find my Amazon <laughs> wish list at OnlyFans.com. <laughs> no, but, um, no th- thank you, man. Um, I, I sincerely do appreciate that. Um, the, the dogs put together 80 minutes, you know, and, and they weren't yeah. without their struggles. And they came up against the Roosters' side. That wasn't at their best. Uh, Kiri's... It, he's so far from himself. And I don't know whether it's time out of the game. I don't know whether the pace of the game's picked up that much since he's been playing. Don't know whether it's him thinking about, you know, the, the head knocks and, and the potentials there. But, yeah, he's, he's a mile away from where he used mm. to be. When do we acknowledge that the Roosters just might not be the team we thought and expected them to be? 
it's coming. It's coming up to that point, I think, because it came. There was, there was. It's a point. There was a point there where it was like they're up and down, up and down. And we're like, well, fuck. It's hard to put a finger on them. Mm. But losses like this, like the Bulldogs played eighty minutes, very average in attack, though. Mm. Yeah. However, they were pro- they were pretty good. They were above average in defence, but they were very they were massively helped out by Rooster's side that just couldn't get their fucking shit together. Mm. Like, they were absolutely... Like, guys who are... Like, Joey Manu, for example, who, you know, like, two weeks ago, whatever, we were saying he was probably the form centre of the, the year so far. Yeah. Absolutely fucking hopeless. And this Barely occasion. touched the fucking ball for 80 minutes. Yeah, yeah his involvement... Yeah. His involvement was non-existent in that game. So you can't, you can't mm. have an impact in a game We you don't touch the fucking football. Mm. Yeah, that's right. You know? I thought even with the dog siege mentality from the week they had, you know, they were heavily scrutinised in the media and gusts at training and all the rest of it. That lifted them, but the Roosters, as we said, were, were still extremely sloppy, by certainly by their standards, but and, and gifted the Dogs countless opportunities, which, you know, the Dogs are still an NRL team, albeit some weeks barely. They, they took advantage of, of some of those opportunities and was enough to get them a win. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. still, you, you look at the discrepancies on paper between those sides... And just based on experience, you know, the, the Roosters are chock-a-block with either current representative players or ex-representative players, mm. you know, yeah. or or players who you look at now and say, well, if you're not going to play rep footy in the future, then then you're an injury or two away from, from getting your shot, you know? And, yeah. and the Dogs, again, you look across their team, you know, the, the ex-rep players they have are... Paul Vaughan. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Josh Adokar is a current representative player in probably the least impactful position on the football field. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the big surprise here was that the dog's ceiling was so far above the rooster's basement. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I guess having said that, I mean, like the roosters were only a fucking toenail away from tying that game up. At the exactly, death. exactly, and um, it was great cover. It was great cover defense from the Bulldogs, but the, you know whatever they did, they were still just like a desperation last second raid away. And yeah, it, I feel in this game, I feel that at least the last five minutes, the Dogs had no defense, almost no defensive presence on that field. Mm-hmm. The Roosters would start, and it was only by the grace of Burton's boot, yeah, that they were keeping them down their end of the field to start their sets. But the Roosters were yep. making attacking plays and attacking kicks every single set. They were going 80, 90 metres every single set for the last couple of minutes. And it was just that they couldn't find the right attacking play. It wasn't that the dogs held them out. Um, yep. But, you know, just like a try is a try, a fucking W is a W. Mm. That's it. In this game, with nothing else, I mean, it was a, it was a big advertisement for uh, Ruben Garrick for State of Origin campaign. Oh, fuck. I mean, you, you can see the groundswell. I mean, you're is, hearing it like I saw it all over the socials. Is Dylan is Dylan Edwards injured? No, he's just not good enough. The, I'm sorry, mate. The, this is not the best. <laughs> the best fullback in the competition. I'm sorry, mate. Yeah, no, no, no he's not. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. He, he, um, you, you should you should have fucking you should have uh, paid more attention in science class at school because it's just not this is not the case. <laughs> Um, they 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 don't measure they don't measure rugby league in uh, Fahrenheit, and I say that because that's would have been when you went to school was pre metric system. Oh wow! Um, but shots fired. Oh, 
they tend to measure statistics in rugby league in in just meters and and count. So count of tackles, count of tackle busts, those sorts of things. So um, that's why Dylan yeah. Edwards is leading. That falls in that whole that, that whole like, lie, lies, damn lies, and statistics phrase comes from. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. Literally, cool. literally, that that phrase was coined by someone describing the way that Dylan Edwards has been misrepresented. <laughs> well, I suspect by you it was coined podcast, by Dylan Edwards' dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, again, um, time proved me right on Isaiah, Yo, and time will prove me right on Dylan Edwards, the most underrated oh, well, player of the game. At least, at least you're half right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jai he said 2019 that was the Trolls last year with the Roosters making this their third year without him three years and they haven't had an established goal kicker that entire time how haven't they sorted this shit out yet yeah that is a bit of a fucking concern hey yeah. uh, Craig he said go the fucking doggy short and sweet uh, Nathan said Phil Gould is the emperor <laughs> fuck no uh, Matthew he said albeit Roosters were clunky but the Dogs' best 80-minute performance in a long time. Roosters lifted in the second half, and the Dogs managed to lift with them for most of it. Uh, he said, I reckon TPJ got the spray of his life at halftime. Second half was his best performance in the Dogs' jersey. As a Dogs fan, a win against the Roosters is always priceless. Don't care how Trent and Gust get it done as long as it works. Had a strange feeling at full time. Thought it was pride. Realised it was just less shame. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? That's it. Cowboys 35 defeated the Eels 4 in Darwin. The Cowboys 35, a hat-trick to Kyle Felt. Tom Dearden, uh, Tabawai Fido, and Drinkwater with the other tries. Uh, conversions, uh, Val, four conversions, a penalty goal and a field goal. Disrespectful at that. And the uh, Eels, a tries to Hayes Perham, and that is it. So we talk about defensive efforts. Yeah. And Cowboys, with the best defense in the competition, and... They fucking proved it because the Roosters, sorry, the Roosters, the, the Eels had an inordinate amount of fucking possession yep. attacking their line and they Come just could not get it done. They cool. couldn't do it. I saw a statistic. What was the statistic? It was something fucking ridiculous like tackles in 20. It was like 40-something to the Eels versus 10 for the Cowboys across yeah, the game. That's yeah. it. Like, unbelievable. And, and you know, it's not like the, the, the Roosters and the Dogs where the Eels off night helped the Dogs... You know, immensely. Parramatta had fifty-one percent of possession and completed at eighty-four percent. Mm. Yeah, that that yep. is a metric that any coach in the NRL would be happy with with their team. Yeah. Yep. Um, and for, much like the Warriors, fuck, I am enjoying Cowboys games this year. Just for the fact that, like, you look at how they recruited in the off season, no one was talking about the Cowboys being movers. No. Absolutely. Well, everyone no. was everyone was absolutely shitting on the acquisition of Chad, yep. and and perhaps not to the same to the same level. But I think the Cowboys are very happy with their purchase at this moment. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think what he is bringing to the side, and the way that he's assisting the development of guys like Tom Dearden, yep, is exactly what they fucking wanted out of him. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you, you, but not even that. It was like. Well, okay, they've bought Chad. Oh, hang on. They've bought 47 other halves as well. Mm. How the fuck are they going to mm. fit all of them into the roster? Uh, yep. You've got to give Peyton some credit for that, for making that work. Yeah. And and the improvement in their defense, as yeah. Nate mentioned, on, yeah. on top of that is 
you know, I I will say that the the Eels didn't help themselves certainly by playing the, the coach's son in in the six. It's been well documented. Um, You're one of those cyber bullies, are you, Glenny? <laughs> no, not quite. But um, it just seemed it seemed a strange decision at the time, and this game proved that it was it was all of that and a bit more. Um, when you've got a guy in Dylan Brown who was was playing good football, it wasn't like he was he was a liability. I thought he yep. was playing good football, and and the, the side was moving well with him in the six, and he combined well yep. with Moses, and and for whatever fucking reason, he he gets pushed out. Well, the re- the reason was all that the reason all their, all their centers were injured, and they said, and so they were like, well, fucking Arthur can play, he can play in the halves, but he can't play center. Brown complains he Brown yeah. could probably fill center, the, and then that's why. And this week it's this week it's not happening because surprise, surprise, centers are coming back. Yeah. So it's the same same yeah. reason Tommy plays centre for New South Wales, not fullback. He can play in the centres. Tedesco can't, or, or sorry, is a, a better option in the centres. So there's there's not a reserve grade centre that could have come in and and done an adequate job at centre and left the guy that look you, you compromise a position in your spine to shore up a oh, centre yeah. position. You know, yeah, like you've weakened, yeah, you've weakened one, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, it's look that's 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 the line anyway. Like it wasn't like it was some sort of you know, genius, you know, move of, oh, this is how we're going to switch things up and unlock the attacking brilliance. Oh, of course not. But, side that's already attacking well. Yeah. But, and yeah, and, and Peyton was, had his, his doubters last year and, and, you know, maybe for the right reasons, I don't know. But in this team at the moment, fuck, he is extracting every ounce of usefulness from every single player in that fucking roster. Mm. Like Cole Felt, is having yep. a a resurgence to to being one of the premier outside backs and and using his height and his leaping ability, fucking Peter Hicku is playing out yeah. of his fucking skin. But he, I mean, Peter Hicku kind of like, I mean, he kind of dipped a bit after he left Manly, but then he did start to come back at the end of that stint at the Warriors, mm. which is how he probably got the next contract to come over to the the Cowboys. I'm gonna start and getting yeah, more Hicku hikers, but I think but, so. It's time to bring it back. But consistency was never his thing. Even over the course of eighty minutes, he'd he'd you know go in and out of games or have, mm. have periods of, of poor decisions. But um, far out, like that that team at the moment, like Hammer, everyone's just doing exactly what they need to do. And shit like this makes me happy in our competition. We're a team that nobody's like they are. They are a legitimate dark horse, and I don't think we've had one of those for a long time. They're not, not a dark horse so much in, in terms of the, I think they can go all the way and, and win the premiership this year. There's but enough no, tools there to say that, you know, if it. they make the eight, you wouldn't you wouldn't be backing them just to get blasted out straight. Yeah. You know, they can make some noise no. come final. Well, you just, you just say, look, look, they're already, like, the, they're, they're hands down the big improvers of the year. Yes. I mean, there was times there in the preseason and even the start of the season where people were like, well, they're looking like spoon favourites. Yep. And they anything but from that. I mean, they're legitimate, a legitimate top eight side this season. Yep. And then after that, we'll see. Now again, the the real trick in a rugby league season is like doing it over eighty minutes is fucking hard enough. But doing that week in, mm. week out, week in, week out for twenty plus weeks, that's the real fucking skill. Mm. So it, it's yet to be yep. seen how they go over the course of a season. Um, but yeah, far out. I'm enjoying watching that Cowboys play team play. 
Jordan. Right, socials. He said, Scotty Bongwater might be a little bit of a cat in defence, but fuck me, that was one of the most glorious lofted balls I've seen this year. Mm. Is he that bad in defence, or is he just fucking young? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt for the time being. Yeah, okay. Man, I see, I, look, I, look, I live, I live through Morgan Harper. I can't fucking, I can't see bad defence in other teams. <laughs> <laughs> Mendoza, he said, Jacob Arthur is Aldi Cole Flanagan. For fuck's sake, why would you take Brown out of 5'8"? He's been killing it there. There you go, Glennie. There's another uh, minion for you. Um, room in the Ryan, backyard, mate. He said, the coach killing the structure and spine to suit personal agendas. His kid is not NRL standard. Eels have had 64% of the ball in the Cowboys' half and come up with nothing. Few poor referee decisions, but that spine shake-up looked to clearly affect them. Jacob is horrendous. That seems to be the talking point, especially out of Parramatta fans. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, cyber bullies. John, he said, so glad we took a game to Darwin and played a team that isn't used to heat and humidity like the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you got the Darwin game, you want you want to take Canberra up there, you know, like That's it. the storm. And uh, Jordan said, "I wish Brad Arthur was my dad, so I could play NRL." <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that it? Yep. All right, the Melbourne Storm fifty defeated the Newcastle Knights two, thus ruling them out of the uh, title aspirations for twenty twenty two. This happened in Newcastle as well. Um, Xavier Coates a hat trick. Justin Ollum, two tries. Jerome Hughes, Tepai Moaroa, Nick Meany and Cam Munster also tries. Six conversions for Pappenhausen and a penalty goal. The Knights took the two with Jake Clifford before he got hooked. Oh, rough night. Tepai Moaroa had the, had, the, had the full fucking NRL career experience in like three minutes in this game. <laughs> <laughs> he, ran on, he, he ran on as a substitute. Probably didn't touch the ball once, scored a try, and then went off injured like two minutes later after that. <laughs> was it a con- confirmed dislocation? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. fuck. It didn't look good. It did not fucking no. look good. What's, well, um, it's not, not a great deal to say about this game. You've got one team that scored 120 points in two weeks and one team that's conceded almost 90 points in two weeks. That's all she fucking yeah. wrote. Jay Clifford, who was like, you know, who was one of the shining lights of the night side and has played so well since he, he joined them, had an absolute barry to the point where he got he got mm. hooked and Phoenix Crosland got put in there in the halves. Yeah. The, they've, um, they've had they've had the inverse season to the Cowboys. Started yeah. off as, well, you know, fuck me, they're solid, they're this, they're that. March premiers sudden, almost. That's it. All of a played sudden. Played in the March grand final. Kalen Ponga comes back into the side, goes up against Penrith, and they're gone. Yeah. They're absolutely fucking gone. That There is not one recognisable style of, of player or one recognisable um, patch of play from those first two rounds in that. And for me, it's summed up in areas like, so their kickoff goes out on the foot, right? Yep. Fair enough. you Okay, that's that's one one guy. Shit, got a bit excited, yeah. booted the ball a bit hard. Yeah. But the second half, when they're receiving the kickoff, and no one wants it, mm. no yep. one wants the fucking kickoff, and it it's not as if it was one of those ones that bounced and it was a fucking bee's dick inside the dead ball line, and you know went out and was just a once in a lifetime fucking kick. It it bounced with plenty of fucking room for somebody to get under that. Behind it, um, yeah. The, 
the Knights' effort that they are putting out on the field mm. is gone. It's playing like a team that wants to get their coach sacked, and I don't understand yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, it, it will, especially after their start. Mm. You know? Um, was Barnett so fucking beloved by that group? That's not what I mean. They must have been like absolute, like the, the, the hidden engine to the Newcastle Knights' success was like, you know, racism or, you know, thuggery. Yeah, because it's he gets pulled out of the side, and they've scored about three tries ever since, Jeez. and conceded a lot of fucking points. Yeah, that's it. Um, you know, or Storm, or is it though? The the other thing could be you know they they've just signed a marquee player to a long term very lucrative deal, who who doesn't seem to be a player of the people. If you know what I mean, like as in, as in he's not involved in huddles. He's not not shown to be in with the the team when they're they're on the field talking to each other. Like we've we've had you know people point out examples on the show where he he doesn't go in and help players up off the ground, or there's a mm. there's a scuffle. Every other players run in, and he's just walking around by himself. Mm. Um, yeah, well, and, I think not, it might be you know there's a certain identity to the Knights. You know, geographically, you know the the place is you know it's full of hard workers. You know, the, the, they get out and they support their team, and and they've been synonymous have, have you, with. Have you seen the Centrelink stats? <laughs> it's a very industrial town. How dare you, Sully? The hardworking miners of the Newcastle Newcastle region. Do the miners work harder up up in Toowoomba than they do out there? It's not a lot of miners in Toowoomba, mate. Well, they'll run away from you. Well, they generally go where the money is, mate. Um, no, miners normally they go with their parents. <laughs> Back to my point. Um, well, their church group. <laughs> How fucking dare you? What kind of MI are you into, Glenny? It's raising the question. <laughs> the MI's taking a dark fucking turn. <laughs> Fucking hell. We've just uncovered oh. MI gate. Oh, wow. Dark MI web. Um, I, I feel like he doesn't fit the fan base and uh, Ponga, obviously. Um, but also, guys like Tyson Frizzell and some of those hard-nosed guys in that forward pack have to look at how Ponga goes about his business and wonder why they themselves would put in the type of effort that they've been synonymous with their, through their careers. Um, just, their forwards have been fucking hopeless over the yeah. last two weeks particularly. Yeah. Like, fucking hopeless. And then you get your guys like um, like Clemmer, who he'll be all tough and staunch up to guys and everything after the full-time hooter when it's time to actually, you know, be a gentleman yeah. and fucking shake someone's hand. Mm, that's but it. in the game, getting rolled. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah, Glenn, look, I'm not. I I think the average Knights fan is a massive Ponga fan. You know, they they sign they sign this up and coming superstar. He's an Origin player, um, attacking you know, the, powerhouse. They've, they've, they've again, scored four you, points in two weeks. You got you got to remember that the the rugby league watching public generally take a lot of what the rugby league media gives them. And if Kalen Ponga is the flavour of the month, Kalen Ponga is the flavour of the month. 
Mm. You know, and yep. and again, we're we're not saying he's not a good person, and we're not saying he, he doesn't have some some redeeming qualities. He's and got some fucking yeah, shit tattoos. Can can throw a fucking cutout pass. Can throw he a fucking cutout fanged pass. it. Did you see him fang it? Twenty um, meters, he fanged it. That's it. But, According to Vossi, um, who's dropped a long way from his fucking rugby league gazelle days. Let me just say, yeah, true. Uh, fuck, refs fold a bit, doesn't he? Oh, he just just talks a lot of shit these days. Oh, fuck me, it's gross. He was never used to be um, like that, right? Like I used to, no, like, I used to think he, he was like the best. Yeah. Since the, since the statue of Rabs was erected in June and he had something to say about it, he's never been the same. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I think it would more be an issue within the playing group, Glenny, than the fan base. I'm not sure the fan base at large really see what they're in. Like, you know, yeah, at, and nor could natives. they affect it. Look at how Nate is with DCE. Mm. You know? Um, wow. Drive by. Yeah. Fucking national treasure. You see? Yep. There you no. go. Yeah, no, I see where, I see where you're go. coming from now. Thanks very um, much. But it... Versus, but it, the, versus the, the, yeah, the, the, the fucking Titan sycophants. But... Yeah, I, I sleep. That may be sad. I, I think that um, he's standing within that playing group. He 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 needs to learn how to lead him from the front. Put it that way, and he needs to learn it real fucking quick, smart. I, I don't think he has that in him. That's the problem. I think that AOB is going to be fucking looking for a JOB <laughs> sooner yeah. than we think. He may be, given the protected status of Trent and given the fact that Madge has had a couple of wins, you know, that sort of just to interrupt the losing streak, that'll keep him safe for some a little while longer. Yep. I think that I think that AOB is probably shifting himself to the front of the queue. Yeah. As far as uh, first potential coach to go. So. If season. you are if you are the GM of the Newcastle Knights and you've got a sack mm-hmm. AOB, ah mm-hmm. fuck it, we'll talk about that in the news episode. Um, on the socials, Shane he said Penrith really did end Newcastle season in round three. Never seen a reality check hit a side so hard. Phil, so far this week we've had a couple of beaten favourites and some top sides underperforming. Leave it to the professionalism of Melbourne and the incompetence of Newcastle to get normal service underway. Indeed. Uh, Mitch said the Knights deserve credit for going from first to dead last in just six weeks. It can take other teams multiple seasons to achieve such a feat. And Ben, he said, this isn't a talent issue. This is coaching. He's a dead man walking. I fully expect Flano Senior and Junior to be there this year or next. There you go. You go and do you really want Junior? I mean, just if it, you know, if it secures the signature of Senior at the top, or I don't know. Hmm. Final match of the round. St. George, Illawarra Dragons, 12. Defeated the surging West Tigers, 6 in Wollongong. The Dragons, 12. Came through tries to Ben Hunt, Glennie's favourite player. Fuck. And Jaden Sullivan, Zach Lomax. Two of two conversions. The Tigers, a try to little Lukey Brooks. Yeah, this cunt's just walked away. Penalty goal to Jackson Hasten. <laughs> yes, he's just walked away because he knows that you're going to be fucking making excuses for the next six or seven minutes. <laughs> I've got no excuses. Now, obviously, our... Pa- our patrons, 
would uh, would would have seen the the latest episode, which is uh, the game companion for the second half of this one. Now, keeping in mind that the game went into the sheds two nil Tigers lead at half time, and um, you know it was it was a tense it was, it was it was a tensely poised game at that point. The Tigers all the field position they felt like they were rolling downfield at will, but they just couldn't when they got to the twenty, they just couldn't put together any any threatening attack. I feel like we dominated the game for 65 minutes and lost 12-6. <laughs> it fucking says everything yeah. you need to know about the Tigers at the minute. But um, there, were, there were signs there that I feel like they they competed. Uh, they had some opportunities where they, you know, they weren't structured enough and disciplined enough to take advantage. Um, and I think the Dragons hung in there and when they were – they were getting beat up through the middle and the, and the Tigers forwards were well on top and the Dragons hung in there and the momentum turned and when it did, the Dragons were good enough to take advantage of their opportunities and scored um, scored tries and um, the, the Tigers, to, to their credit, came back um, with, a, with a late try and looked like they, they might have had it in them to finish over the top of them but they couldn't execute at the end of the game and the Dragons, you know, gave their... Fucking pack of cunt fan base, fucking something to smile about, and good luck to them, including one fucking piece of shit who threatened to come to my house and watch this game, and then made up some fucking bullshit story about his wife's auntie being sick and in hospital. I rang his wife; she doesn't even ever have a fucking auntie. The whole story was concocted, so. He Fucking didn't have to. Yeah, so but did you, Are you fucking so ultimately? Serious, ultimately, you not, did you want him at your house? Did you want him at your house to, to watch your team fucking lose to his team? Did you want him there really? Yeah, absolutely. He's always welcome. How, I'm a fucking how do you nice not person. see what's happened? How do you not see what's happened here? He's realised, like he's obviously got two people he knows named Glenn, and he's fucking realised he sent the text to the wrong one. <laughs> And so what he has done is given you a fucking polite way out without trying to crush your little fucking tiger-loving heart that a Dragons fan doesn't want to hang out with you. And you fucking throw shade at him. Why would, I, why would I be offended that a Dragons fan doesn't want to hang out with me? Fuck's sake. Also, I want to give a special shout-out to Andrew Stewart, who is a fucking snitch and fucking gives Cashy the heads up when he cops a spray on the podcast. And... Gets it just so he can get his fucking ninety seconds of fame every every other week. But look, Dragons fans, they tried to run at me. Some of them tried to fucking scurry through the swill and jam their fucking snout in the trough and and have plenty to say. But they're still fucking Dragons fans at the end of the day. And Tigers, they'll bounce back. It's what we do. We're the little Aussie battlers trying to make our way in a tough ass world. And Dragons fans go. are cunts. The end. Lovely. Ben Hunt. Great game. A lot of feature a feature of the patrons' commentary on this game was, "Wow, hearing Glennie you know, being in love with Ben Hunt." <laughs> they, they loved it. I gave credit where it was due. I mean, this Ben is, Hunt being your favourite player. How uh, how sad that Dragons fans would interpret that as me being in love. They're so void of love or affection in their fucking sad, depressing lives that they think that's me being in love with someone, giving someone a bit of credit. Oh for having a, a strong performance in, in their chosen profession. In in the scheme of fucking single-handedly throwing teams on their back, he did a better-than-average job last week. Yes. We, you know, we, we made the 
the point that the only reason the Dragons weren't well in front was because Ben Hunt couldn't pass to Ben Hunt, who could put <laughs> yeah. a kick through for Ben Hunt. I think that's the way Nate put it, and it was absolutely fucking perfect. Because if they if they had one more Ben Hunt, that's fifty nil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sadly, but, they didn't. Yeah, he. I I feel that he has done a fucking excellent job in learning his craft over the last couple of years. You know, very very often we have these young guys come into the league and they they reach certain heights, may, maybe before. Um, they were due, and you know he he played a grand final, and obviously had a a lifelong memory made for himself in in that grand final by, by dropping the ball. But um, he has really worked on his game. He had his down times at at St George. He was taken out of his seven jersey. He was played at nine, played at fourteen. You know he's done done all this other stuff. But he, he is now by far the most essential player on that dragon side when they win games. By the length of the straight. Yeah. Uh, Dean said, the only thing worse than the dragons is their fans. And the only thing worse than their fans is the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron said, I guess you can't play the Eels and Souths every week. This was the loss we had to have on the way to an undefeated Yes. Premiership. Uh, Lando said realistically I think we all knew how this was going to go the lippy little digger from the MI was going to be oh so excited because a couple of good teams disregarded the Tigers so much they let game slip he gets a little bit of lead in his pencil excited by the false hope that you might get one up on a fan base that obviously lives rent free in his mind one bedroom no bathroom shit in the corner <laughs> rent's cheap he even gets to go into half time with a two point lead it's the hope that kills you though there it was the decline you can't have one without at least taking a step up on the incline. <laughs> In summation, I'd like to say, lick my lucky undies. From the back if you'd like, but the real flavour is the dried white patches oh. high in the front. <laughs> that, is, that is fucking atrocious. That's one of the all-time, that's one of the all-time fucking great comments. The there game. we are. That's us. <laughs> um, all right. Get to feel for a second. I just realised we probably should look at the, the tipping results and the top 10 after the round so while I'm doing that um Glennie talk about the Tigers and how bad they were again <laughs> for me <laughs> tell you what I've just seen oh, a here video we go. yes I've just seen a video where a nanobot performs artificial insemination of an egg so our days okay. are fucking numbered Skynet's coming we're all about to be fucked by machines um, in, in the future. We will have perfect... Well, he's about days. to get everyone pregnant. That's it. So, all right. uh, so as, uh, as we speak, a nanobot is taking Dylan Edwards' DNA to recreate the perfect fullback. So. God. Tipping number one, out by himself, you. Kiwi Villa. Uh, and then we have a, a bit of a group on 47 with Barrett's Belmore and Cook to tip. Then we go back one more point to Alpha Ben RL, Cows to Win 22, Mitch Rich, Timmy Comedian, Christy, Drewy's Drop Kicks, and Dan Eel. The final um, top 10 contestant at the moment. It's all very compressed at the moment, though. It's a, it's a nice, even competition, so don't forget to get your tips in. Um, that's it. Of course, if you'd like to become a patron, get access to the additional member sides, game companions, and uh, and much more. Go to uh, patreon.com forward slash twill nation. And uh, anything else, fellas, before we wrap this first one up? 
I'm done. I know, but does he have Bucky anything guys. else before you? What, like just with 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 this week or the with, show or with you, poster bath or you? You've reached climate climax. Two individuals in particular. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The people, is the that, listeners, would be so confused right now because all I've heard is us being nothing but supportive and nice to you. Is that the same romantic voice that your wife could expect the minute she wraps her fingers around your throat? Oh. I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> that's, that's the romantic voice she got to, when when she was propositioned after he locked her in the car and refused <laughs> to let her out. <laughs> Relationships 101. That's it. Fantastic. See yeah. you next episode. See you. Later. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.